she got these topics for you. Thank you for tuning in to Sassy Sessions Podcast. I'm your host, your girl, Sassy Sheena. Our focus at Sassy Sessions is on self-love, dating, and relationships. If this is your first time tuning in, please know Sassy Sessions is definitely real, very much raw, and always relevant. Here at Sassy Sessions, we believe that before you can find love, you have to genuinely fall in love with yourself. Once you are ready for love's journey, Sassy Sessions will help you become aware of both the green and red flags of dating and relationship maintenance. My guest and I are not licensed therapists. We are simply sharing our personal views and opinions and not those of the companies, organizations, or associations we are affiliated with. Welcome back, Sassy Nation. On tonight, we are going to discuss digital dating, pros and cons. If you are seeking out love over the net, that is perfectly fine. Just make sure you are mentally prepared to date with a purpose. Make sure your expectations are clearly defined. Let's go. People always got some shit to say, right? We're always negative Nancys, right? We just, it's just nothing ever positive comes out our damn mouth. We just gotta say something negative. So I'm, um, I am a positive patty. I always got something positive to say. We're like, well, shit, maybe we should look at it like this, right? <laughs> you already know I'm, I'm optimistic. I be trying to make sure shit is together, but the reality is, you know, COVID happened. A lot of things I joked one day that there was going to be like a lot of, of um, divorces, right? And that shit was really real. And I was I was joking, but I was dead ass serious because what I knew was that people didn't want to be in the house together that long. Okay? Niggas out here cheating, girls out here cheating, creeping and shit. Now you forced to be in the house with your mate? My nigga, please. <laughs> Thank you. My cousin Nikki did it, girl. <laughs> so... You see me talking to the people. So, um, oh, yeah, I saw she said your hair was cute. Yes, yes. So, with that being said, you know, we weren't really being real with ourselves, right? We get in these relationships, it's easy to just want to go out and cheat or do whatever when you don't have to really be in that person's face. But COVID really had us in each other's face. Like, this is what it is. So, if you're in a relationship, like, you're not going nowhere. Like, where can you go? Um, so then they had people turn into, you know, internet dating, um, the different apps and stuff like that, which are cool. Um, I even know about a Greek app. Did you know about the uh, Greek dating app? The D9 app? Exactly. Okay. Because I was like, you know, maybe I'm going to get me an alpha or something. Maybe I'm going to get me some uh, fire and ice. Maybe they want want a uh, nice little dozer, but I don't know. Um, but, <laughs> but previously to uh, my relationship, I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to hit the platform. I'm going to just see what it do, right? Because I was really ready to date. So I'm not going to cut off my my sources, you know, whatever. So that was me. That's what I did. Right. Um, those profiles is a mother. <laughs> <laughs> those profiles are a mother. So if you ever uh, created a profile on any of these Tinder, uh, Black People Meet, uh, Christian Mingo. Um, Low-key, I think Christian Mingo is a setup for a fucking... Um, <laughs> to, uh, for the nasties to get the Christian women. Uh, yes, it did, Nick. It really did. So, um, before my, my relationship again, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. So I did the dating app for the Divine Nine. So it was like you, you exactly. So you got on, you, you had to get your group of pictures together. So not just one, like you could put up to like nine pictures, I think it was. And then you Never. tell a little bit about yourself. So if you was going to, you know, I like to ski or I like to do whatever. And then um, what org you was a part of and, you know, just a little information. And then you had to do a little swipe left, swipe right. And I remember I could never find somebody that I was interested in. I'm like, this thing is a cornball, 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 right? <laughs> so I'm like, you know what? It is what it is. I was on there. I was on, um, I don't think I got on Black People Meet. I got on one of them. I can't even remember. And it just was creeping me out because it was just like, 
all these people from Buffalo, and I'm just like, ooh, ooh. Did you did you do plenty of fish? We got somebody who met her boyfriend on plenty of fish. She said no, you got to take it for I didn't. I didn't even know nothing about plenty of fish, to be honest with you. So no, I didn't do it. But I know that there's like so many dating apps now. And um, I know a lot of people who have actually met their lover on the dating app and who are doing successful, you know, so it really just depends. Um, I do believe that when you come or address the situation with a negative outlook, only negative things are going to come to you anyway. So if you come at it like, yo, I'm about to get on this app. I'm about to see what's going to go, you know, happen. Just try it out. You know, you can't say you don't like something until you actually have put your foot forward and tried the shit. So y'all know I'll be doing my research and I can't remember where, but some stats that I found and um, it was in internet trolling. So some stats that I found was one pro of actually uh, digital dating is that 40% of Americans are actually online dating. That is a lot. When when is that stat from? <laughs> uh, I just like the comparison. Like you know what? I didn't even look at that. I was just trying okay. to find my little. It's been, I just wanted to know if it was from the before times compared to now. Oh, previously to COVID. Yeah. Um, I'm probably gonna say no because I know it did increase, but I knew I knew at least about five people that found their their mates on um. Uh, on the apps before mm-hmm. COVID. Okay. So yeah, I think it's a, it's really a high number. Um, I think that, like I said, if you come into something with a preconceived notion of it's going to be bad or it's going to, it's going to suck, or you're not going to get what you're looking for. I definitely think that that's all you see, but you know, because we're visual, somebody may not be good at taking pictures. You ever met somebody that wasn't cute in their pictures, but then you saw them in person and you was like, damn, they just don't know the angles yet. They don't know the angles. You know, I don't know an angle. You know, my right eyebrow just is just is higher than the other. You know, it just is what it is. We got our flaws and it just is what it is. So um, we are very hard too, right? We we're, we like judge. So, oh my goodness, look at his ear. The left one is like slightly lower than the other one. Like we just go ham when it comes to digital dating. But I literally know about five people three maybe that actually got married and are still married. So a con is that internet or these apps are actually overcrowded. I definitely can see the situation being, you know, like, damn, like it's mad people on here. But I look at digital dating kind of like going to Marshall's or TJ Maxx, right? You have to really sift through that stuff to get your gym, your gym right? Because you can walk mm-hmm. up out of there looking hella fly with your good bag or whatever you found, but you definitely have to look through that shit. Oh, we got, a, we got something really quick. That percentage you were talking about earlier mm-hmm. of people on dating apps, somebody shared in 2017, it was 39%. Okay, so it actually went up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Santia. Um, something else is uh, 50 million people. There are 50 million users on Tinder alone. 10 million of them are active daily. That's a lot of motherfucking people. So again, comparing that shit to like TJ Maxx, you really got to sift through that shit. But let me just say this, sis. Like when you get, especially for my ladies, I feel like men are a little more optimistic when they get on. And um, our squats, you know, shifting left or right. Women, we be like, uh, uh-uh, uh, he ain't got this, he ain't got that, he ain't got this, he ain't got that. Oh my goodness, he look hit in his picture. Oh my goodness, this, that, and the third. And it's like, sus, this is not fucking brain surgery. <laughs> okay, you trying to date? You trying to figure out what you like, what you don't like? You know what I'm saying? You got to plan the action. Like you got to step out of there somehow, because otherwise. What's, what's going down? Nothing. Okay. I personally know men who are about their shit, who have, who don't even work, right? Don't work because they own property and have so much real estate that they have enough income coming in. Right. And they literally will tell women, oh, I don't work. 
and watch a chick walk away and say she wasn't for me. Because if she was down for me, she would at least ask one, why don't I work? And two, what is your plan? So I want to say to the ladies, we got it messed up, sis. We, we got it all the way messed up. We don't want to really fine tune. We don't want to ask the questions that are needed to, in order to find out more. We just pass because they, they don't, it don't look like what we want it to look like. It don't come in this packaging, right? Like, but where they do that at? It reminds me of, I don't know if you've seen it. I just saw it on LinkedIn uh, a couple of days ago. Harvard University School of Law, class of 2021, all the black class of 2021 graduates uh, took a picture together. They were dressed in all black in Tim's and hoodies and North faces and whatever else was not indicative of what a lawyer should look like, but mm-hmm. they're all about to graduate with law degrees from Harvard. Now, what if, what if a, woman was to meet him and he's dressed like he's coming from the photo shoot still right. dressed in his hoodie and Tim's. Right. Would she do the same thing? Correct. You know, not knowing that he's about to be a Harvard grad with a law degree. About to make this paper. Right. Right. But I think that we become, not that I think I know we are our own worst enemy, but I think when it comes to dating, we're even more, of like a just we, we we pray on our own downfall like we'd be ready we set ourselves up for failure like first of all we go and talk to our single friends who are single with us and i keep saying this like we keep talking to each other like sis maybe the both of us together will make one of us married like nah sis <laughs> no <laughs> that's not what's going down can't no like if that was the case a lot more of us will be married Right. But we're talking to single Sarah and I'm single Nancy. And together we are not going to make Mary Patty like that's not happening. Together. You are two single people (laughs) trying not to be single. Okay, we both fucking it up. We both on the wrong page. Okay, we on the wrong side of the road and things are not going our way. So what what can we do? Right. So let's go on. So a lot of the the pro, the dating sites actually match based on compatibility and personality, which is great. But to me, I don't really think that personalities need to match in order for you to have a successful relationship. This is my personal opinion, Mm -hmm. right? Because you may like somebody who is equally as loud or or, or, uh, vocal as you, but it might become a little irritating at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of like fighting for. Yeah. You need somebody to balance them out. Yeah. Yeah. Now not to say that you may not want that when someone is uh, at a, at a social event, like you might want that, but when you're at a business event, you don't want, it's like too much. I know for me, like I'm a bit much. A bit? Just a, I'm a bit much. So if I had somebody who was equally a bit much, like we coming in the party, just odd, just too much energy. Okay. Too much. And personally, when I'm around other people who are just as much energy as me, I will face to the black because I can't take all that energy. It becomes overwhelming and exhausting. So I've definitely dated guys. Miss Lisa, I know I'm extra. (laughs) Ain't nobody ask you this, Lisa. <laughs> but yes, you know, I don't want somebody that's going to come in just as extra as me. And we just, no. So let's back up some. Let me let me say this. I keep coming on here and I keep trying to express, like, first and foremost, you need to know what it is that you want. I don't care if you are on a dating app. I don't care if you are in person, if you're going on dates. If you don't know what you want, if you do not know what you deserve, and if you do not know your worth, your dating situation will fail every single time. Because what's going to happen is even if you get that mate that you so desire, you will either sabotage it knowingly or unknowingly. And the reason why is because you don't believe that you deserve what this person has for you. What does Santia say? 
Uh, you got to know what you want and who you are before you date. Her boyfriend honestly said to her that he thought she was surface when he first met her. They are very different. He's laid back. She's loud. He's a Republican. She's a Democrat. But honestly, they have the same views. He's in Baltimore. She's in Buffalo. But they match for each other. There it is. But you have to create you have to know what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? I think that we tend to see other people's relationships and we always say, I want that. I want Jay-Z and Beyonce. But Jay-Z and Beyonce had a lot of shit go down. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff that I don't know if you could have really dealt with, sis. I don't want right? that. I wouldn't mind the money. At- I don't want the burdens. Correct. But we're so, we're such a copycat society It's like when I look at you, I see you, I want that too. Instead of coming up with your own version of what looks great for you, right? We just look at it. We we don't know what's happening behind those closed doors. We don't know. You don't see domestic violence up front. You don't see verbal abuse in the face. Like you don't see that. You don't have to go home with these people. You don't know what people are, are dealing with. And how about the people that's internet happy? This my bae. Oh, my God. I love him so much. And then when you're around them, all they do is argue. But y'all take pictures as if shit was gravy. Off for show. Off for life. Off for show. So it's like, what do you want? Do you want something real or do you want that social media love? I have a question for you about what you said about compatibility, but not right now. Keep going. Internet faking. Yes, Nikki. Internet faking. Uh, You're going to do me like that? That's a personal question on the side? No, it's not a personal question. It's a question for everybody, but you got some us, some other stuff to say. So. No, but go ahead. Ask the question. Well, when you were talking about compatibility, mm-hmm. I just want to know your thoughts on the whole married at first sight experiment. I think that shit's stupid, but um, that's my personal... <laughs> I think that shit's stupid because you're marrying somebody based off of surface shit. Like, come on now. You don't even know if this person goes home and, you know, is contemplating suicide every night. You know what I'm saying? There's just things that you just don't know. You don't know if this person is a mass murderer and just, you know, coming on this show to find love so he can kill your ass. Like, you just don't know. I'm not defending anybody, but in fairness to the, I don't even want to call them contestants, but you know, as far as that goes, it's like along the same lines of the apps that compare you based on whatever they ask for on your profile. They have a team of experts who match the couples based on similar things. Right. Um, so it's really not them choosing their part. You, they don't meet their partner until they get to the altar. Right. But yeah, the biggest thing to me is marriage is a big commitment. Right. So for those of you who swear up and down that the people who are in relationships have it easy. Um, I just want to say fuck you, because that's that's not true. That's just not true at all. People in relationships have it harder because when you want to just lounge and chill out and just <clears throat> God, damn it, you just want to be funky. Okay, you want to be funky in your own, just by yourself and your mate coming home and you like, damn, I got to go wash my ass. You feel what I'm saying? I've never understood. I've never been married, but I've never understood how people who aren't married see getting married as making it as if like that's it. Like there's nothing else to do after the wedding. Because I'm saying that right I think that people, again, when you don't know what you want, right, you'll go for whatever. So the world tells you to get married and and that's kind of the end of it, right? You get married and that's where it stops. And then if you are Christian and you go into the church house, then you get married and then you go to like the um, couples, you know, stuff, right? But they don't tell you, you know what I mean? Like the couples, uh, Bible study. Oh, oh, yeah. And then they have the little workshops and programs. And those. <laughs> um, but the reality is, 
they never stop you and say, you know, be whole before you get to your mate. Okay, they don't stop you and say, are you whole? Are you together? Are you, you know, uh, do you know what you want? You know, they just push marriage on you as if this is something that you're supposed to go ahead and do. Right. And then once you're married, they try to give you all these tools when the tools that they gave you while you're married should have been the tools that they provided to you before you built this house. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to give me tools while my house is already built and now it's built with tape and I'm trying to hold this shit together and you talking about a wrench. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? You want to give me nails and shit now? My house is already built. The shit is wrong. The foundation is totally fucked up and you should have told me something beforehand. Yeah. What do people say? Auntie said there are no stories after the prince and princess get married in the fairy tale. They just Come get on, married and it stops. Right. But she yes, that is that is a good thing right there. And you talking about being a, you have to be whole before you try to become somebody's other half. Right. Right. They don't sit there oh. So let me tell you. So let me take it to education. You're going to feel me for a second. I hope y'all, you know, grab your grab your thinking cap with me real quick. So the way we learn math is that one plus one equals two. The way our kids learn math is one plus one equals two. But you got to take this over here and you add this together and you take, you know, they do common core. Right. I mean, it's uh, what is the math called? I don't know nothing about that new math. Um, Somebody tell me what the new math called. What's the new math called? I can't think of it. it. I know there's a teacher out there. Right. Ugh. I can't remember what it's called at this very moment. But we hate it. I I knew, but yeah, go ahead. We hate it, right? Because it's like, you're breaking it all the way down for no reason. But this is what I've learned. I was talking to an educator and she was the first person to ever break it down. And she said to me, We learned one plus one equals two, but we never understood why. Okay, so we learned as part of a memorization. It's core math. Yeah, common core math. That's what I thought. Okay, common core. So we learned one plus one equals two. We remembered it. it, That's what it is. Why is one plus one two? I don't know about anybody else, but I used to have uh, high honors in, in math, math and science when I was younger. But when it came down to asking me to explain why, that was the hardest part about math for me. But Common Core actually teaches the kids how to explain how they got to this figure, mm-hmm. right? So not only are they understanding the math, but they can, they're can they able to articulate how the math is being broken down, right? So that, that was uh, an analogy for something. And oh my gosh, I had a brain fart and I can't even tell you where I was going with that shit. But what I am trying to say <laughs> is that relationships, how the church, how people don't prepare you for those things. They kind of just tell you one plus one equals two. And that's what you're supposed to do. But they don't tell you how to get there. That was that was my analogy. Yeah. They don't tell you. They don't they don't break it down to you like common core math. They don't say to you this with this equals this. And then when you do these things, this is what you get. And this is why the whole number is this. They don't do that when it comes to marriage and relationships, right? Um, Even talking to, you know, the younger people, as I'm watching them, as they have relationships, we in our minds as adults, the first thing we think is what the hell going on in your mind? But we never stop to say, you know what, what have I taught you? Mm-hmm. What have I put forward for you? I know we're talking about digital dating, but this shit all correlates, like all of it, right? We need to really figure out what the hell we're doing, right? Because we're really pretty much um, making little replicas of ourselves, right? Because everybody is copying everything that's being done. So you, you go get your bundles and you go get your lace fronts and you go get this and you go and um, sag your pants and you do this. And then we're not going to give you any personal feeling, right? We're just going to give you surface. We're going to give you the surface morals and values, but we're not going to instill you valuing yourself. 
We're not going to instill you um, understanding what is going on in your body or how you feel about the things that, that are changing in your life. Right. We don't talk about that. We don't we don't focus on that. And, and part of the reason why is because we're still fucking learning, too. Mm-hmm. How can I give you something that I don't have? Mm-hmm. Can't, I can't give you what I don't got. Right. But then we wonder on why there's still teenage pregnancy and why, you know, um, boys are just having sex and having all these kids. And do they value themselves? Did you instill value in themselves? You know, did you teach them that they too should be cherished? No. You want to know why? Because you didn't know. You still trying to figure it out, too. And that's okay. But can I also say this, though? Another thing that I dislike is how people are not accountable for their own shit, right? Well, I'm just going to keep fucking with him because he consistent and child boo. Okay? Boo. That shit is boo. We need to wake up and educate ourselves and get our shit together because we out here fucking up lives, including our own. Okay. Did you have something else? Can't. Uh, nope. Nope. Nothing from the audience quite yet. Okay. So let's pick it back up. All right. So dating sites. I know some people who have dated on the site and also have gotten like, um, what are they called? Private eyes. They got dicks. <laughs> because they just be lying on the social medias, right? Because everybody want to be better than what they are. But I also want to hear from the ladies. I want to hear from the men. I want to hear from whoever is on. Um, because we speak out of our mouth sideways, right? We'll say, well, I don't want nobody in my DMs. But if because you're dating... Just say how you would want somebody to approach you in your DM. Yeah. Like, just be more, a little more specific. Because if it was a dude that you thought was fly by his picture only, and he jumped into your DM, you with the shits. Because I know a lot of people then gave up some ass from the DMs. I took a breath in on the wrong part of your statement. I was just going to share. I was talking to a friend earlier today who was telling me about somebody she used to talk to in college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, hindsight is twenty. Hindsight is twenty twenty, And she was just like, mm, I should have chose him. I just thought he was too emotional. But now he's like this huge success. And... Ain't that some shit? <laughs> He's this huge success, and she's just like, "Damn, I missed the boat." So, how many of us? How many of us had that? Because I know when I was single, I'm like, "Damn, I didn't fucked over a lot of niggas that I could have, shoulda, woulda." Right? That coulda, shoulda, woulda, man. That that thing right there will have your ass dialing in the back, niggas. Like, let me find his DM. Let me talk to him. Where he at? He ain't happy. Has anyone watching experienced turning somebody down mm-hmm, and then regretting mm-hmm. it later? That's an open question for anybody who's watching. Yes. Who was that to say? She was, what did she say? Oh, no, that was the fairy tale thing. She said she hate the whole dick pic thing. Oh. Sir, if you, you want to say good morning. Just say good morning. I completely agree with that. Then the dick pic. I that shit is um, crazy. That's amazing. So I hear that I hear that a lot from women. They get unsolicited dick pics, and I'm just like, because the shit worked on somebody. Oh well. You feel what I'm saying? Like people don't just do shit just cause. Like you do it. You see if it's going to work. And if people actually are with the shits, well, let's see how much more I can get. You see what Lorinda said? Yes. I regret doing someone wrong years later, which I could apologize, but she doesn't regret passing anyone up. 
Hmm. I, I I think I would say I agree with that because even if I look back, like it was kind of like, dang, you know, they were good. We were, we would have been good together, but I was always that person that's like, never like, um, oh, I regret when, you know what I'm saying? I feel like life teaches you things when you go through things. Like at any time you go through something, whether good, bad, or indifferent, it's life teaching you. It's a life lesson to some capacity. But I feel like people become regretful and then they start beating on themselves like, oh, my gosh, he would have been so great. And the reality is he probably still he might be successful, but he still could have been ain't shit. True. Right. The grass is never greener on the other side. And if it is, it's fake. It's greener where you water it. And sometimes it ain't. Sometimes it's greener and that shit fake. You know, we do have um, our uh, what is what is it called? Synthetic grass. Oh, see, that's cheating. Hey, people that's do cheating. it. Getting but you can't say turf. that because we cheating all day, every day. Uh, getting that AstroTurf. <laughs> the AstroTurf, yes. Trying right? to make yourself look good for something that you don't really have in the first place. Correct. So, you know what? Let, let's talk about, because I know we're talking about digital dating, but I want to say this too. When you're dating, you definitely need to pay attention to both the green and the red flags, right? So people get so caught up in all the red flags that they never even pay attention to the green, which the green flags, only the people who are really serious, in my opinion, about dating, pick up on those green flags because you are searching for those green flags. But because you want to self-sabotage, because you're really not ready, you think you're ready, but you're really not ready. You go there. So I always say this and I'll continue to say this every time I get on this live, if I need to, um, we continue to get lessons. God will give us a lesson, a lesson, a lesson. It'll be the same damn lesson until you pass the test. He will give it to you differently. He will reorganize it and bring the same shit right back to you. It will start off a little different this next time. And then when you get it, Oh, this is so different because I didn't do or you tell yourself you're going to act some kind of way. Oh, I'm going to be this person when I'm with him and I'm going to do this and I'm going to have these conversations. And then you know what you do? Go back to the same shit. And then you're asking God, well, why, God? Why isn't it working? Because you haven't changed. Oh, yeah. You still circle and see when you can't figure out what you're supposed to, what the real answer is. You haven't done your review. Okay, you haven't done your review. If you did your review, if you've gone back and looked at why you got the answer wrong in the first damn place and did your review, you would be a lot better. Self-awareness to me is a reviewing. You have to go back and process your interactions with people, right? When you fall for the shit, you got to ask yourself, what type of feeling was I in when I fell for the shit? When I got married to my, my husband, I literally, my ex-husband, excuse me, when I married him, I literally had just gone through my grandfather passing. I had just came back from Atlanta from being laid off um, from Clark Atlanta University, right? I moved back at home with my mom, didn't want to be there. So it was kind of like an out. But at the time, it was a, oh, he's the only one that's trying to marry me or ask me. Um, I'm taking myself seriously. But what I didn't pay attention to was God just dressed that shit up a little bit different. Yeah. And served me the same fucking shit. Okay. Because I really didn't learn. I really didn't. I really wasn't ready. Right. I had to grow to to into being a wife and all those things because I wasn't ready for that stuff. If somebody would have asked me then was marriage my goal, my answer would have been no, but yet I was married. Lorinda said folks told you to slow down. <laughs> listen, but we don't listen. We do not listen. Because I'm going to ask everyone out there, how many times have somebody told you to slow down and you did what you wanted to do? I don't have enough fingers to count. Me? How many times? <laughs> Me either. Because you have to be careful. It's one of those things where it's like, folks will tell you to slow down, but then in our mind, we'll say, oh, no, they just hate. They don't at least give it the benefit of the doubt. If nothing else, 
go through your shit with a fine tooth comb because you know if they are if there's some validity to what the hell they're saying okay I see you sis all right you know what I do need to slow down but because I wasn't caring about those people people's opinion I cared about the people but not their opinion right because Lorinda right my mom says slow down Lorinda my core people says slow down and I was just a going because you couldn't tell me shit because you know what insecure people always say I'm grown Mm. That is, if somebody is using the I'm grown statement, that's some bullshit. That is, that is a blanket statement for I have my insecurities and I am not ready to face them. So get out my business. Lorinda is adding, you know, in listening to what people have to say, you need to trust the source. Everybody cannot give their opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact. I definitely agree with that. Santia said, I'm a Capricorn, so I was, so I'm born over Is that what y'all do? Is that why y'all act that way, Santia? <laughs> <laughs> the crazy shit is, is um, we also kind of give ourselves excuses, but for those of you who know where I'm going with this, excuse are, excuses are tools of the incompetent. Okay, so when you go to you know, make your excuse on why, you know, you're accepting some shit that you shouldn't be accepting. You should ask yourself, is this an excuse? Because if it's an excuse, I'm building nothingness. Yeah. Right. We don't want to ask ourselves the hard questions. We only want to ask other people the hard questions. What you laughing at? Somebody says, Lorenda. Talk about, I need to be seeing Kent's face for the commentary. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but seriously, like we have to get real with ourselves, people. We really have to own what the hell it is that we want, where we're going. What is the end result? So shout out to me. I'm going to toot my own horn. I took my final. I am a certified relationship coach. Okay. I will be starting soon. (laughs) Book, 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 book. Where are you what okay um and the main thing is just for those of you who are listening my main goal is definitely not um just putting you in a relationship i want to see people happy right and in order to do that the reason why i took i decided to do relationship coaching is because I understand that dynamic, not between just husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend or girlfriend and girlfriend and boy, you know, not that dynamic, just that dynamic, the dynamic between parents and children, um, co-workers, that dynamic is powerful. If for any reason you can't communicate with a co-worker and you think that uh, you'll be great in a relationship, you should pause. Because those outside resources is what tame your way of thinking. Right. We have to literally look at every aspect of life as though it will be something that you utilize in a relationship, because I am here to tell you, you utilize all of the tools you've learned at your work retreats and at your damn um, family reunions. You use all of that shit in a relationship. Okay, a relationship is hard as fuck. And if nobody ever told you, I'm going to tell you and I don't care even if you are happy because I'm happy. But it's still hard. You have everything, like you sprinkle things in there, like children and work and adulting and, you know, growing. And that shit is not easy peasy pie. Okay. That shit is real. And when you decide that you are ready today and you are sitting up there like, you know what? I want to be with somebody. But at this, in the same breath, you don't like people. Because I hate when niggas say that shit. Like, If you don't like people, then you don't want to be in a relationship because, my nigga, if you live with that person, if you get married to that person, that nigga is there every day. All the time. All the time. So you need to fix that shit because you're selling selling either me a lie or them a lie. Like, you're lying. Somebody getting lied to. And you know what? That goes to what Lorinda just said. Back to the hard questions. Lorinda said it's not the hard questions. 
people don't want to hear is the hard answers. Come on. Say that, Ren. Say that, Ren. You're definitely right. Nobody wants to hear, you know, no, I'm not ready for that. Or, you know, I like where we're at. I hate that shit. Like, first of all, let me tell y'all. Transparency. One of the things, one of the reasons why I had an ice cold heart was because I knew that I was all for the lovey-dovey shit, right? So the holding hands and the and the um forehead kisses and the intimate stuff, right? I love that. Like I I love the little movies um where they end up together and it's just always beautiful, right? But the thug in me, the thug in me <laughs> would not allow me to succumb to the fuck shit. So if I knew that I was about to get the fuck shit because I paid attention, like, and I don't mean just like paying attention, like, oh, I see you. No, I'm like watching. I'm gonna sit back and study that shit. I'm I'm watching your moves. If I saw that you was in the club, they all was on you, you know, they wanted you, how you moved, how you shook, like your packaging looked good, but it's faulty in the inside. Yeah, it's all about the unboxing. Oops. It look good until you unravel, until you un- you take that that paper off, right? You think you're about to get you a well put together situation, and then you come out with brokenness just like you. But we don't even understand that the brokenness in us attracts the brokenness in somebody else. Can we talk about that? Yes, ma'am. We can. Can we talk about that? Yes, ma'am. We can. And then we sit up here in a codependent relationship, wondering why and being unhappy. And it's again because it goes back to that not knowing who you are not being whole before you decide to move forward and get into a relationship, not understanding that relationship means work. When you are friends with a female and you are a female, you have to work. Sometimes you don't want to go to her daughter birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Sometimes you ain't got no kids. You don't want to be at the, at the child's birthday party, you know, Sometimes you compromise and you go anyways, because guess what? That's your friend and that's her daughter's party. You know what I'm saying? Right. Same shit applies in a relationship. The very same things. So even if you go on the internet and you internet trolling on the, on the digital apps and you trying to figure it out and trying to see what it is, the only difference between that and meeting someone um, outside on the street or whatever is you know a little bit of a little bit more when you open up this app because they gave you the fluff up front. But the same attraction that you see when you see them in the street is the same thing on these apps. Go ahead, Kit. Hold on. Santia said you don't get to you don't get to tell people how to love you. You get to choose if you want to participate in the way that they love. She loves that saying. Lorinda said, don't call her for the party. She'll send a gift and say, I'm not, I'm not reading any more of her comments. <laughs> I, she just made me forget what I was about to say. Because <laughs> <laughs> Lorinda's stupid, but I feel her. Like, you know, the crazy shit is, I hate when people use the term, you know, love that person how you want to be loved. No, don't love me how you want to be loved because we might be want to be loved two different ways. Okay, your love may be, you know, sitting in the house watching TV. My love may be buying me gifts. So if you want to sit in the house and watch TV and that's not the way I want to be loved, like my nigga, no, I I don't want it. Give it back. Right. But (laughs) that also comes with knowing who you are. Yeah. Understanding who you are. So I don't care if it's Internet dating. I don't care if it's dating in person. You have to be a whole person and a whole meaning if you have some severe issues that you are working on that will severely affect who you are with. That means sit your ass down. You're not ready to date. I remember what I was going to say before Lorinda started being. Although I'm with her on some of those things, because when I have a friend who gets married, I'm like, don't waste your money on an invitation to me. Send me a text message. I'll let you know if I'm coming. Save your money. Um, But I I was going to say, it's been my experience, both personal and just from what I've seen with other people. The digital 
dating aspect of everything provides for more of an opportunity to take the time to get to know the person mm. first mm. because you're not distracted by the physical. Yes. You get to know the internal. Yes. Um, I mean, we were chatting about it before we got on here that my relationship, I have a relationship right now, and it is the product of a Facebook friendship. We were, we were forced, if you will, to get to know each other before anything else was going to be what it was. And here we are. We still together. (laughs) So with that being said, I love that you said, you know, we were forced to, to be friends because I was recently having a conversation and it's like, if you don't understand that a friendship, people think like, oh, you jump into a relationship and then the friendship builds. When I say people, I th- I'm putting myself in that number because that was definitely what I thought, right? But I, what I understand now is, let's, let's take it to the vows, right? So the vows that are, you know, um, through sickness and through health, through death, do you part? So people who have like these phobias, right? of marital vows um because it's like it's so etched in stone like oh my goodness like those things are crazy but if you look at it as a friendship right Mm -hmm. if you take those vows as it pertains to your friend your homegirl your homeboy that you love your writer somebody that's always there for you, you you can say those vows to them because if your homeboy gets sick, you're going to go bring him some lunch or you going to give them, you know, make sure they good, you know, or um, if uh, whatever, you're, you're going to be there for that person. But it's so crazy that people can't wrap their mind around being with a person till death do you part. Because it just seems like so, so etched in stone. But you're doing the exact same thing with a friend. Yeah. Right. So I feel like that is you placing limitations on yourself on what a relationship can and cannot be. Right. So with my best friend, yo, that's my chick. Ride or die till death do us part. That's my homegirl. Right. Through sickness and in health. When one of us gets sick, we both have a, a, a significant other. She has a husband. Yo. You need something. That he might go to work. What you need? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I remember when she couldn't just stop answering her phone. She had just had a baby. I took I went to her house. Married. She's married. Went to her house, took her phone and was like, yo, I got you. Okay, gave her mine so she ain't had no, you know, I got you. But we can't do those things as it pertains to a relationship that is intimate or a relationship that is, um, what is it, uh, sexual, right? We can't do that. Why can't we? Where's the disconnect? You build that friendship. So you don't know that person and you build on on something with that person and then you become a couple, right? But we so we want to give up the puss and slang the dick so quick that we just kind of fuck it all up. But so funny because Santia totally presented the con to my pro of the digital dating. She said people skip 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 <laughs> the getting to know you part when it comes to online dating. It goes from initial conversation straight to sex, which does happen. Sadly enough, some of these dating apps are used for that sole purpose. I believe that too. Which is amazing to me because remember what you're here for. Um, But she goes on, people don't know how to date or be your mates. Uh, People also think we as partners can't disagree, but we disagree with our friends and we'll forgive our friends faster than we would forgive our mate. mate. And it's that's still amazing because it's literally the same thing. And, you know, this this was a thing last week, you know, the whole definition of intimacy, because I'm glad you said it earlier, not intimate, but 
not an intimate relationship, but a sexual relationship because mm-hmm. you can have an intimate relationship with a friend. Like yes. there are things that my best friend can say to me that anybody else will get slapped in the mouth for. Right. You know what I'm saying? You don't know me like that. That's the, that's the black proverb. Right. <laughs> Who are you talking to? You don't know me like that. Right. So I mean, smack this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but she's absolutely right. You're absolutely right, Santia. So we have to, wrapping it up, we definitely have to, again, look back at or review what the hell it is that we really want. So if when I am ready to start doing relationship coaching, um, if you were to ever come to me, Everything would solely be based off of what you wanted. If you didn't know what you wanted, I would definitely turn your ass down. <laughs> you have to know what you want and, and treat a relationship just like a goal that you're trying to attain. If you don't know what it is to uh, set goals and try to attain them, then I would definitely say a relationship is not for you. If you um, are good at setting goals, or excuse me, aren't good at setting goals, but you know what they are, you know, I would work with you on the steps to get get there because we kind of make things so deep and sometimes they're not. You know what? Let's back up. We as women make things so deep and things are really just like men. Very easy, very simple, very plain. This is what it is. Um, if you paid attention enough to the opposite sex, you would definitely understand them a little bit more. Um, I don't know how many of my homies are out there who can say as a woman, I don't know shit about men. I know shit now, but I had to learn. I had to grow. Um, and even if I'm going to go out on a limb, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but even in same sex relationships, there's things that are always being thrown into the, the ring of fire. You know, just because you're two men don't mean that you understand because people think that you can fucking read their minds. And I, God didn't bless us to be able to read minds. You know what I mean? Like it's in the movies, but we can't read minds. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, Learn how to be in relation with people, right? Learn how to talk to people. I remember at one point, and this is some crazy shit because God really did this did this for me. I remember at one point that I would continue to talk to somebody who I would normally cast to the side um, and not because I felt like, oh, I'm going to subject myself to the bullshit, but I subjected myself to the bullshit to learn. Okay, so it was like, you know, well, if I'm just casting people to the side, well, why am I doing that? Maybe they have a little bit more to offer than what I think. So I'm going to, you know, see what's really good, but only within reason so that it wasn't detrimental to me. Right. Um, But we definitely have to learn more than just who we are, but we know we need to understand why we do and think the way that we think. And what kind of formulated those ideas in our head? Um, And then honestly, figure out what it is that we want. Because women, we say we know what we want. We don't know shit. We speak in circles. That shit be all over the place. We tell you one day that we want this. And then tomorrow it changes. And the sooner you understand that your ass don't know shit, the better off you'll be. Thank you again for tuning in to Sassy Sessions. Please like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sassy Sessions Podcast. You can also check out more episodes on our website at www.sassysessionspodcast.com. Do you have topic ideas? Shoot us an email at info at sassysessionspodcast.com. We look forward to hearing from you soon. Until next time, holla at your girl.